0: This is Aaron Frail, author of Time Burrito. You are listening to Terry's Mysterious Moments.
1: Good evening, and welcome to Terry's Mysterious Moments. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the program. Now, on with tonight's show. Hey everybody, this is Terry from Texas with another episode of Terry's Mysterious Moments, number seven. <clears throat> Tonight we have some strange stories about UFOs. I'm going to retell a story that I told on Real Paranormal Activity, the, the podcast, but I'm going to tell it again in keeping with the theme of this show. As you heard from the opening, we got a, a special Guest, if you will. He sent us in a story, and we're going to use that in the show tonight. And I appreciate Aaron Frail for his work to do this, for the opening and for the story that he sent us. Uh, If you don't know Aaron Frail, Aaron Frail is all over the Internet, it seems. He is a a book writer, a book author, uh, science fiction, comedy For instance, some of the names of his books are, the. I think the latest one is Time Burrito, which has a picture of a cat flying through space on a burrito. No no kidding, you need to look it up. A book called Othello and Zombies. Another book called Time Agency. A book called The Touristicu Chronicles. I hope I said that right, Aaron. We're in discussion about that. Atmospheric Pressure. Playlist of the Ancient Dead. Cowboys and Drones, Desert During the Day of the Dead. Aaron has also written and starred in a couple of movies, or or three movies that he's got listed on IMDb. One of them is The Greatest Movie Ever Made on Film. Another one is Hamlet, The Vampire Slayer. And another one called Trekking for God, all in the science fiction, fantasy, comedy vein, I'm sure. I'm going to go ahead and let Aaron tell his story, and I'll just turn it over to him right now. Go ahead, Aaron.
0: Hi, Terry. This is Aaron Frail, and I want to share a story with you. It starts off in Albuquerque, New Mexico. A buddy of mine... And I decide to go up to uh, Laramie, Wyoming to go visit another friend of ours. And uh, we decided to do it pretty late at night, you know. Uh, it was just sort of a spur-of-the-moment road trip, you know. And so we're driving about 30 miles outside of Raton. And uh, it was about 10.25 at night. And the reason I know both of those uh, numbers is because I happened to look at the time right before this happened, and it was 10.25 and my friend who was driving just happened to look at uh the the road sign that said 30 miles to Raton and so if you have ever been that way uh in New Mexico it's kind of a a whole lot of desert so you know it's it's like the drive from El Paso to San Antonio there's just a lot of desert a lot of open spaces not much in between and so we're driving in this in this you know desert landscape it's very late at night uh, you know, sun's sun's already gone down, and uh, we see this bright object just appear overhead. It looks like it's kind of like falling out of the sky. It's this green orb, and it just stops and hovers for a moment there. And while it's hovering, it gets bright. Uh, it just gets brighter and brighter and brighter, kind of like a gas lamp. If you were to turn the heat up on a gas lamp and just get that gas lamp really bright, that's what it looked like. And it was a green light. Kind of weird, strange color uh for this object in the sky, and then it just disappears, winks out of existence. So it gets really bright, and then nothing. And so we decide the next day to kind of see if maybe there was any, you know, any re- any reports. Maybe it was a meteor or a meteorite, you know, that that, that came down to Earth and. And, uh, you know, maybe there's, maybe there's some space junk or, or who knows, maybe it's aliens. I, I I have no idea what it was. And, uh, you know, we, we don't see anything. There's nothing in the, in the papers the next day. We check the internet. There's nothing reported on the internet. Like no one else saw this thing, but us, uh, maybe some of the other cars driving down the road, but it was, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Experience it was kind of interesting, and I, I thought I'd want to share it with you and your listeners. I also want to take a few moments to just tell the listeners about my new book it 's called Time Burrito and it features a cat flying on a space burrito on the cover i 'm not kidding, go ahead and check it out on amazon it 's a time travel comedy called time Burrito. Thanks, Terry, and keep up the good show.
1: hey, thanks a lot, Aaron. I enjoyed that story. Uh... I have a, a similar one, uh, not as dramatic, but similar. I want to tell about that one now. And again, I appreciate you being here uh, to tell this story, Aaron. Thank you very much. And for those of you who know Aaron, look for his new book there on Amazon and let us know about it. Anyway back around 1976-77 I was still in high school and it was the summer so I was going to go to a drive-in movie that night Uh, yeah we still had them back then and I was traveling north out of Lexington proper because I lived out in the country and I had to go into Lexington and then go north to Rockdale so I could get Some money for the movie. Well, I'm driving north out of Lexington on Highway 77. And I come to a fairly long straightaway. And I look to my west, to my left. And above the horizon, about a half an inch, is a bright, glowing, silverish-yellow object. I thought that's kind of low for a planet this time of the year or this time of the day and didn't think much about it. But, I, you know, I was driving and there was nobody else on the highway and I was kind of looking at this thing. And while I was watching it, a smaller, bright, silverish yellow object shot out to the north to its left, shot to the north went out a little ways and then came back and reabsorbed with the larger bright light. I was able to watch it for a few seconds but then I went behind a stand of trees went between us off to my left and as I came out from the other side the object was no longer there. I didn't see it shoot up into the sky. I didn't see it head off in any other directions, it was just not there. And I thought about it, but I wasn't much into odd things then, so I just kind of dismissed it. Well, sometime later, while at the same drive-in movie I was going to the first night, I was watching a movie with a friend, and I wish I knew what the movie was, but I don't. Because uh, we always went to the drive-in movie. That's what we did. There was no other entertainment around until I was old enough to go to dances. Well, we're watching the movie. We're several, several lanes back from the screen, uh, which means we're basically one or two rows up in front of the concession stand. And this is a field that this drive-in movie is built-in. There's no pavement on the roads. There's dust. And so when a car drives by, going across under the projection area, dust will rise, and you will see the film playing on the dust as it goes through the dust. But this wasn't what happened that night. My friend and I could see a good expanse of sun, uh, of sky, between the roof of the car and the top of the movie screen, and it was a dark, dark night. And while we were watching the movie, something caught our eye up to the top of the car window, and we looked up, and there was a wedge shaped object. It was two uh, two sides of a triangle, I would say. And it was reflecting the light from the theater, from the movie screen which means that the front edges of this thing were, were highlighted, but not lit up. I could see them clearly. And this thing very slowly, very quietly, drifted, and this would have been to the west, drifted over the screen at the drive-in movie. And my friend and I you know, quit eating popcorn, quit drinking soda, and we were watching this thing, and while still looking up in the direction it had gone, we we said, did you see that? And yes, we had both seen it. But apparently we were the only ones that had seen it because nobody else was reacting. There was nobody out of their car looking, trying to find out what it was. No horns honking, no anything like that. To acknowledge that this thing, this event had occurred. So, I don't know what I saw either of those two times. I don't know what the bright object was. And I don't know what the V-shaped object was. I mean, could I have just been seeing a low-flying plane that night? I don't know. But there was no noise at all except the sound of the movie. And this was those old window speakers that didn't have great sound quality. So we should have been able to hear something above it. And again, that's been 40 years ago, and I still don't know what it was. When you see them, and you try to tell somebody what happened, and they just kind of brush you off, well, it kind of makes you mad. And I would like to know what those things were, but if it's not in the cards for me to know, I'm fine with it. If the government knows and figures, I don't need to know, I guess I'm okay with that too. It didn't do any harm, neither one of them did. I didn't hear of California falling off into the ocean, I didn't hear of Alaska melting. You know, I didn't hear of Europe all suddenly going communist, and Russia becoming the the new bastion of freedom. So, there were no world changes after these sightings. So I'm not real sure that we need to know everything that we might see in the sky. I am a very large skeptic of a lot of things that people claim are paranormal or supernatural or alien. I just don't know. I have read a book... In the past. And I don't remember the actual name of it. But it was about the Skinwalker Ranch in Utah. Here's the name of it. Hunt for the Skinwalker. Written by a man named Colm. That's C-O-L-M. Kelleher. K-E-L-L-E-H-E-R. Ph.D. Colm Kelleher, Ph.D., and George Knapp, K-N-A-P-P. Title is Hunt for the Skinwalker. It's a good book. Uh, you ought to look it up on Amazon, see if they have it, and get it and read it. It'll, it'll give you some insight into weirdness. And on this ranch, there were multiple sightings of strange animals, strange lights, strange craft, um, odd noises, odd feelings, um, there were Bigfoot sightings, and then there were no Bigfoot. They, it's like they saw them, and then they just stepped into a different dimension and, and left. Stories of large cat creature creatures, like Puma, sitting up in a tree, or laying down on a limb, actually, Um, strange craft flying overhead with lights on them. Just all kinds of stories. Uh, The book is really good. It talks about a a research team that went out there and stayed for a long time and did a lot of research. I don't know what has become of that research. It's just, it's like, here's what we did. Think what you will. And I liked that idea. But that's my story for this week. And I want to thank again Aaron for giving me a story to put on the air. I enjoyed having him speak the story. And I hope you did too. Uh, Remember to look him up on Amazon for his book, time burrito and download it see if you can get a copy of it hope you enjoy it sounds like just weird enough to be good so with that being said I'm going to sign off for tonight Uh, I will talk to you next week hopefully and again if you have any stories of your own that you would like to tell me or like to have me tell for you on the air send them to Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook or to Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com that's Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook you see my smiling face on that page or you can contact me on Gmail at Terry's Mysterious Moments at Gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I want to hear feedback on these stories, folks. Let me know you're listening. And with that, I'm out of here. Have a good week.